0: This is a Showbile podcast.
1: Another milestone for the Bucks on NUX boys here today. We're now into episode 30 of this podcast and boys, I don't know where the time's gone, but uh, we're already into December now. And today for episode 30, we've got some fun stuff lined up. I think DK has a little game for us to play today. Plus, we got NHL picks, NFL picks, and UFC picks. And there was also a grudge match in fantasy hockey we got to talk about between Stewie J and DK there. And we'll look at how some history was made by a Maple Leafs player. And then on the flip side of all that, we'll also take a look at some things we're not so stoked about, like how Team Canada did at the FIFA World Cup and how the Ontario Gaming Commission just completely shafted us with some changes in the rules there. And those changes are probably the hottest topic we got on the show today. So I think we'll start with just that. And uh, what the Ontario Gaming Commission just did was banned all betting on the UFC. And I don't know if that's because Bucks on Nux was uh, about to put all the sports books out of business there because all the winning picks we make. But uh, there goes the income for my alcohol addiction right there, boys. But uh, let's start with that today. What are your thoughts on uh, the UFC Uh, getting banned from the Ontario Gaming Commission there. You can't gamble on it anymore, boys.
0: It's absolutely ridiculous. You know what I mean? The Alcohol and Gaming Commission has been spoiled for so long. And this is going to be a little bit of a rant, so fucking bear with me, boys. This could be clipped. We'll tag the Alcohol and Gaming Commission. For years, the Alcohol and Gaming Commission let ProLine be the only source of betting in Canada. If you don't know what ProLine was before all the sports books got legalized, you had to make a minimum four-team parlay. A minimum four-team parlay to make a bet. You know why they let that happen for so long? Because the government was making a shit ton of money off a of pro line, and it's owned by OLG. So all these sports book get sports books get legalized, and they tell all the sports books. I had an inside source at one sports book. I won't name drop them, and I will say it was at the score the inside source that told us that the Ontario Gaming and Alcohol Commission had told them, you cannot promote parlays. Don't promote anything that's going to be out of my... It makes zero fucking sense. For 30 years, the only thing you were allowed to do in Canada was do 14 parlays. As soon as they're not getting the big cut, and it's other sports books, they start changing the fucking rules. It's absolutely garbage. They stopped gambling on the UFC and basically said... The UFC is fixed, so we cannot allow people to gamble on it. It's people like Ty who give out picks and make a shit ton of people a shit ton of money is the only reason why they banned it. They banned it because they're fucking losing, and people are really good at betting on the UFC, and they want to flatten that curve as quick as possible. If you're a fucking Alcohol and Gaming Commission person, and you think the UFC is fixed in any certain way, you're a dummy. You deserve to be fired and fucking buried. That's brutal. It's one of the worst decisions they've ever made. And I want this clipped. I'm gonna tag all of them. I'll go to the CEO for Christ's sakes. They should all be fired, homeless, and it's the worst decision <laughs> they have ever made as a fucking organization. Sorry, boys, go ahead.
2: Stewie J, Holy get your thoughts shit, in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought, yo, I I was gonna come in and say I have a little bit of a theory. But if you have the DK, you were talking pre-show, but like with the actual situation that they claimed was
1: yeah why don't we talk about talk about that uh, for a minute before we get uh, you know everyone's kind of thoughts on this like dk you were, you were talking about uh, kind of what the ufc said the reason was for for doing this so it was
0: a fight it was on like a prelim card or a pre-prelim card in a card in november and apparently an hour before this fight went off a shit ton of money a shit ton of money apparently went in Uh, to bet on this certain guy, and they all bet the guy to win, and the guy to win by first round knockout, and apparently it was a really sus first round knockout, and that's where it goes, they lost a shit ton of money, and so they flagged that, and then there's been UFC insiders, you know, whether that's reporters, or former fighters, or trainers, that have started like discord channels, and different things, to be like, hey, I'll sell my UFC picks, I have this inside info, and they say that is not allowed,
1: well, and then look at every other sport, like boxing. There's all kinds of suss, knockouts and shit like that. And you can still gamble on that. It's just the UFC that, that got banned. But Stewie J, I kind of cut you off there. Sorry about that. But what were you going to say? I want to hear your theory here.
2: Well, my theory, I, I, it's just a theory. But I was thinking that um, since the, the Ontario Gaming Commission is um, obviously not a government organization, um, and I was thinking... That They don't like the UFC and what's happening. They don't like the violence. They don't like Dana White because he's not a blue pill guy. And they were just trying to find any sort of reason to shut it down. I was thinking, like, what? What are they claiming? I, you, you know, like the Nelk boys are kind of involved with like a couple fighters, including like Sugar Sean, and they're obviously like advertising that they're gambling on the UFC. I'm like, is that enough of a link to to like question? gambling if, on it is that an, is that enough of a link for, for the gaming commission
0: it shouldn't fucking be it really shouldn't be if you're scared of the nelk boys and kyle forjard and fucking whoever the fuck else is in nelk boys betting on the ufc you're out of your goddamn mind you're out of your mind we we've talked about this before as they're one of those uh twitch gamblers that are getting fake money and betting fake money for sites like steak and blah 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 but it's Every sport has insider fucking information that gets leaked all the time. All the time. Think of every year at the NFL uh, at the NFL Super Bowl, some guy will stand outside of the stadium and time the National Anthem practice because you can bet on how long the an- National Anthem is going to be and he'll stand there with a stopwatch and post it onto Twitter and you can still bet on that. That's the most inside of inside information of all time. What they're basically saying is that the UFC is fixed so you can't bet on it. They're saying the UFC is like the WWE and it's all pre-thought out and pre-planned of who's going to win and who's going to lose and how it's going to happen. And that's why they can't have
1: it. Which is complete horseshit. I mean, like there's probably some fishy stuff going on in boxing and UFC and all these organizations, but uh, why is the UFC the only one that gets canned here? I just don't understand why they're picking on the UFC because you could make the same claims they're making here about, pretty much every sport like you were talking before we started the pod about uh italian soccer and how sometimes like a plus 600 underdog wins for nothing like we're and you know you were saying like some of the best players don't play like it's obviously you know rigged there you can still gamble on that shit so i don't i really don't understand why the ufc because uh you brought up the point like the violence in that but you can still gamble on boxing it's just as violent and uh You know, UFC is obviously not entirely rigged because you got guys go out there, throw a leg kick and snap their leg completely in half and get their bones broken and shit. It's like this shit's not rigged. They don't want to go in there and be like, "Okay, I'm going to go blow this fight, get my arm snapped in half. Like it's there's no way. I'm sure in every sport, though, there's been some sort of tampering with who's going to win in the gambling side of things. So even horse racing man, people fucking fuck with that ways that they can like every, every so why is any gambling allowed that in that case which obviously i don't want to get rid of all gambling but it's just uh it's not fair really it's like it, it doesn't make sense to me because of one incident too is their
2: excuse for doing
1: that yeah horseshit i'm pissed about it boys
2: when i when i read the um when i read the headline i immediately thought like oh my god they were talking they think it's like too violent and it's not like good morals to bet on you like something like this and i was about to fucking rage and then i read it and then i still thought it was a setup but then i didn't know there was like a specific like thing that they're claiming but um so i i don't really know what to think about it um obviously it kind of completely shafts us the name of the pod is bucks on nux like this whole reason this pod was started yeah was what's next boys? We ufc are we renaming oh, yeah. the pod wanna, like what do we let's make this episode just brainstorming names what are we saying <laughs> what are you saying boys well i would say top
0: of the dome i would say we should post it we should post it and fucking maybe we could all think of a name or a couple names throw a poll out there take some listener yeah. questions i don't think we have to change it i don't think this is going to be permanent for one and for two you know we're bucks on nuts, but that could mean a multitude of things right like every sport we talk about is pretty fucking other than baseball you're allowed to fight. Like, the NFL is a fucking dog a dog fight every single play. NHL, you're allowed to drop the gloves. UFC, you're allowed to drop the gloves. We're lucky that we're not a strictly UFC podcast. We, we have other opinions and other interests. If yeah. you're just a UFC podcast right now, you're fucked. Like, and you're in Ontario, you're like, okay, well, we only talked about betting on UFC. We're fucked.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. the thing is, is that I think most of our listeners... Uh, are from ontario and if they're not going to be able to bet on ufc and like ties ufc picks we're not even apparently we're not even going to be able to bet on it then the name bucks on Nux is kind of it's kind of i don't know it's kind of like doesn't make sense anymore but um you can do a couple of polls or because...
1: something too though we could always like uh put one out there you're like do you think we should change the name and then if it's a yes then put out uh... yeah put out a list of some idea names i don't know if we want to get uh the listeners to send in some suggestions actually we should yep but that would be, uh, i don't that think be we electric should. i wouldn't leave it down to like four listener uh responses to pick the new name because remember like no but we can back, take
2: suggestions and and then well, and then like hear the thoughts 100%. and take a poll but we don't we, i just don't like, want to end up go with into... a
1: podcast like potty podcast yeah. or something you
2: know like bony no, no, no. mcboatface <laughs> we ago? get the final say yeah the, <laughs>
1: the fucking name of the That's big so ship right
2: the name of the pod that's it you got it it's done all right honestly if
1: you ask the listeners they probably vote for that one like just to fuck yeah we (laughs)
2: let's not like commit to making like the top voted answer our our name for sure but like let's just definitely like yeah we could put a poll up but um yeah. One I was thinking that would cover all sports and like gambling, or whatever would be like weekend wagers. since all of our things are on the weekend. It seems like we do like the big like weekend thing. That's definitely, that's, a that's definitely got to go up on the poll. Yeah, weekend like wagers. It. Do you boys like that? You, Knox like a, like, like, like a, like Bucks on knocks is just such a like.
0: I like
1: box
2: on. Knox. I love Bucks on knocks. It's fucking. It's, it's hard to
0: get. It's hard to get away from Bucks on Knox Like I said, I. It's up to me. I wouldn't change it because what if they? What if uh, two months from now they bring back UFC betting? Are we just change back the? We'll keep the username. <laughs> like...
2: we'll keep the, we get the username. I think we
1: should keep it too. Like, yep. My first uh, thought about it is keep it, but I think uh, we should I know, hear it. The but it just did, have to say
2: for the future of the pod, it, like it, it, in like growth wise, I don't know if it makes sense because. Well, we're just... still
1: gonna put our ufc picks out of things like i've got ufc picks for today i wasn't expecting them to fucking ban me right before i recorded I the podcast so <laughs> i have them ready to go but uh and i think but uh, i guess ontario people won't be able boys, to gamble you know, on it anymore but i'm still gonna watch yeah. all if, these cards like we're, we're gonna, gonna have to picks. get
0: a fucking we're gonna have to get a sponsorship from a vpn company and we'll just fucking change yeah. our vpn <laughs> to wherever because it's well, only yeah, ontario
2: because no, you have to sign and they meet dude the like the fucking they paid you when you sign up for the fucking apps bro they know where you're located fair, and if you're if you're not in ontario they don't let you place a bet bro they I know, but my, th- BPN, my BPN thing, my thing is, is it.
0: when when it wasn't legal in Canada, how are you betting on Betway or fucking Bet three sixty five? Did you say? Did you say you were from Australia or or US? England, I put my no real address. Over. I was still allowed to bet. It's just no, but then they did that now, crackdown.
2: Now, that's why they did that crackdown, though. They legalized it, and when they legalized it is when they did the crackdown. It's almost like fuckers. they legalized like it like ban UFC, prohibition. Like, I will say God, the last take on this thing before we get into Ty's
0: picks, which are still going to make you money if you find a way to bet on it in Ontario, yeah. it, the fact that they're saying, you know, the UFC is fi- like, is fixed or there's been fixed fights or there's, you know, like, the way they say, like the integrity is integrity's, like questioned big time. The fact that they say that is so disrespectful to fighters who get knocked out Who, like Ty said, break legs? Who go out there on national TV on a pay per view with you know six hundred thousand people watching, a million people watching, and they get knocked out cold, flatlined, and they go stiff, and their family has to watch it. And now UFC is like, no, that's fake. Like that's or not the UFC? Sorry, the the uh, gaming board says that's fake. That's fucked up. These guys are legitimately putting at some point. Like, there hasn't been a death. I never want there to be a death in the UFC. But these guys are putting their lives on the line when they go into the fucking octagon yep. every single time and now you're saying that's fixed like that is crazy to me if i was a ufc fighter i'd be so mad at this like so that's mad. like
1: so much of the hype too like more than half of the hype is just what you gambled on it like just the when you're watching the fights and you got money on a guy it makes it 10 times more exciting more interesting like just to get rid of that takes away so much hype going into it like i used to get nervous for these cards you know i'm still gonna get excited when my favorite guys are going but i'd bet on guys that i didn't really know about or didn't really care for, I should say. And I uh, get super stoked for their fights because I got a few dollars on the line, right? Like, it just made it so much better. Now it's gone. Like, it's it's going to get a lot of people uninterested in the UFC that were gambling on it and watching because they had picks, you know?
0: One more take on this, and I swear to God I'm done because this is just, to me, this is absurd. Like, do you think, this is an honest question to you guys, and then I'll, I'll, I'll say why I think. Do you think they'd ever do this with the NFL? No. Ever? Nope. You don't know why they wouldn't do it with the NFL? Because they make fucking $600 million a goddamn weekend from people betting on the NFL. Also, they're the house, right? The the OLG is the house. You don't think they have fucking inside information when they're making their lines or setting their touchdown score odds or fucking setting money line odds. You don't think they have inside information. They're just mad because people like Ty literally like watch UFC every weekend and have such a good read on it that they win a ton of money. And that when they lose, they shut it down. I get they, they could point out this thing and say a lot of money came in. Guess what? Someone like Ty must have spoke up and said, I like this guy by first round KO. I saw something in the weigh-ins. I saw something in blank. I saw something. like whatever. D- they, they didn't like to lose. That's why they shut it down. They don't want to lose anymore. Really? It's, that's your that's theory? What, that's how I see it. That's my theory is that it's the only sport that is a 50-50
1: thing, Right. Yeah, well, I don't try to a sport know. to gamble on, really. Because but it's like, still like you, know, you can make a read it's on still it still a lot vague easier vague than hockey though. and shit. In my opinion.
2: Yeah, but it's still Vegas odds. I don't think they're losing, like at the in the in the end. I just think. See when you when you say that when you make the comparison, like would they ever ban the NFL, ban Ontarians from betting on the NFL? Obviously not. And I think that kind of supports my original theory: is that they're just they're just not a fan of what the UFC is and they're trying to stunt the growth because now it's like growing into something bigger than every, like they definitely make a shit ton of money, dude. People, people put so much money, dude on fucking, I see more people for the big cards at the bars than I do for any NFL Sunday, unless it's the super bowl.
0: Well, my thing is, is why would the UFC, this kind of fucks us too. Like why would the UFC and Dana white, they've had a ton of, but like even just in general as fans, they've had a ton of cards, at the, uh, sorry, Scotiabank place in Toronto, or fucking, they had their, one of their biggest cards ever was at the Rogers Centre in Toronto. Do you think they're ever gonna fucking come back here now? Why would they come and put a fight card in Ontario now? Ontario is, like, their government, or whatever, their gaming commission is saying, this is fixed, you're not allowed to bet on it. If I'm Dana White, I'm saying, fuck you, I'm never coming back. And I don't blame them for doing that. it's, It's just...
1: So I don't know. Just, it, he, it, they just screwed Dana White in the UFC, man. Like, just think of how many people. Like Stu said, he goes to the bar when there's a big card, and people are all there gambling on it and shit. Now half those people won't be there because there's nothing to gamble on. They're not allowed. They don't have any interest anymore. I bet there's fucking, yeah, for, uh, maybe yeah, not if half. There's not but a like big a shitload headliner. of people. Yep. Yeah, the yep. shitload of people won't give a rat's ass about these fights anymore because they're not gambling on them. So it's it's yep. terrible for the UFC. And why the hell would Dana White reward them and come to Canada and, and put on a great yeah. show for people that screw them like that? It's not going to happen. I agree.
2: Now. Ty, they so, just threw a boulder in your path to becoming the UFC, the world renowned UFC. I'm clearly, so, too good. Too, just too good, boys. <laughs> they're like, this Thai guy is going to. We can't let him be known as the fucking UFC goat. So shut it they down. They saw Box on
1: Knox plus fucking Bat Stamp and the odds we were getting for that. Yo, know, we got to like, talk
2: to Bet Stamp, bro, because the, reason, like, the main reason they came to us was because of fucking. The UFC UFC. thing in Ontario specifically. So yeah, I haven't even jumped on the Discord. I got to sorry, I didn't mean to fucking cut you off, but yeah, dude, I'll just go back to I'll just go back to betting on fucking third tier fucking Italian soccer for my true (laughs) fixtures. So (laughs) I was just gonna say I do
1: got do got picks anyways today, and I know like if you're in Ontario, you're not gonna be able to place these, unfortunately, but. I'm still going to recommend you download the bet stamp app to find what sportsbook has the best odds for all our other picks. Like we still got NFL picks and NHL picks on the pod and we'll have all kinds of different I mean, picks. So I don't, I don't know, know if Stewie J's got uh, picks today. Yeah, or not. You it can might cook be, me. You can cook me. Be, I can't yeah. lie. I don't got
2: picks today. dude. like, fuck I'm in a shambles. I was in a work fucking thing. I haven't even, I missed the Canada game today. I was at a school all day. Um, I mean, I'm not complaining. It was enjoyable, but yeah, now I'm at my girlfriend's I'm on, i'm holding my mic i've got my fucking work laptop here and i'm at a desk that was built for a fucking midget so i i don't know (laughs) so it'd be perfect for a guy like me for a guy like me (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly this is a dk size desk right here so uh not really doing the job and uh yeah i don't know what that has to do at all with me not having picks. but uh i was just trying to describe my state of shambles right now um I mean, I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot. I'm just saying, for the pod, it's not so ideal. I'm leaning back in this chair like I don't give a fuck too. Like this is, a, I actually kind of like it.
1: <laughs> My, well, we'll get pics next. Lauren's week. flipping it.
2: me off. Lauren's flipping me off because I told her, her desk. I'm just saying it to the public. Your desk is built for midgets, and now she's. <laughs> well, Anyway, <laughs> we, anyways, we thank got Lauren picks for
0: letting you even do the pod at this point because you're over there. DK we gotta says we got to thank
2: Lauren for letting you even do the pod. And he also says you have to get a bigger desk. I did. <laughs> and she flipped, she flipped you off too. <laughs> just, figured. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Back on track. Your you boys. Yep. Yep. I'm just
1: kidding. All right. Well, I don't know if we've got any listeners outside of Ontario, but if you're out there, you can still place these picks. I'm about to list off here. And uh, like we were saying there, download Betstamp stamp. So you can find out where to place, uh, or what sportsbook has the best odds to place these bets and use code NUX when you sign up for that. And uh, we'll just roll the audio here and get into these picks.
2: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: Ty's Wicked Ticket. All right, so fight night at UFC this weekend. Uh, Here's what we got. We got a two-leg parlay of Kevin Holland and uh, Jacadzi. We got them both on the money line. You could even do a separate single of Holland to win by KO if you're feeling lucky. But for me, I'm just gonna keep it money line for this ticket. And then next, we got a three-leg parlay of Dawkus, Rebus, and Bronson. That parlay's like plus 500 or something, so it might be worth uh, putting some lunch money on that. And then we got a bunch of dogs for you. And one of these dogs is uh, our boy there, Darren the Damage Elkins, the man with the greatest tattoo on the planet. He's like plus 400 or something like that, so you just gotta throw some lunch money on it. And uh, I'm just hoping we don't get a performance like we did from Meatball there last UFC card when she was a massive dog like this. But I do like this pick. I'm gonna go with Elkins to win there. And then also I got Tui Vasa winning by KO. And then uh, Rojo, on the money line as well. And that's going to be Ty's wicked ticket for this weekend's UFC Fight Night. And I'll post the rest of my picks on the Knox Twitter and Instagram before the fights on Saturday. And uh, DK, you probably got picks too, I'm guessing.
0: Uh, I'm not going to lie. I did have picks. I'm on fucking, I'm on strike. I'm, yeah. I'm on strike. Oh, yeah, let's I, talk I,
2: about that, boys. Hold up. Maybe I should take a week off, too, because we fucked, DK, both you and I, to get mostly me, I can't lie. I'm going to take the blame for this one. All my all my picks last week, every single one of my NHL picks missed, except that I did place my parlay on bet 365, and I got the EP because Florida went up 3-0 and ended up blowing the fucking lead and losing in overtime and ruining my parlay. But the one I actually placed for myself, cash. Cash like super early so technically in real life i'm up but i i posted best odds from Bet- betway so technically i can't complain and say that uh um i didn't actually lose because i don't think betway does the early payouts and that's the that's the uh the book i advertised on the on the graphics so um i will take the hit for that fucking uh we <laughs> we went from like double digits roi to about 1.2% ROI in just a weekend. But hey, you know what? It's still year to date. We're still better than the stock market.
0: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I will say about my picks, and this is a fucking classic gamblers. Oh, boo-hoo, feel sorry for me, um, whatever else. But I had th- three, I believe, absolute heartbreakers. I had the Ravens to win uh, minus four and a half and they lost by one, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars scored a touchdown with 18 seconds left in the game to end up winning 28-27. So if you do the math, we were up by six with 18 seconds left. The Jaguars tossed one in the house, and we fucking lost it. I believe I had the Jets to cover, which they won 31-10, because I said, fuck Zach Wilson's first week sitting out, so I did win that one. But my other one, was also a heartbreaker. I had Seattle to beat uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas tied it with uh, a minute and 54 seconds to go and then won it in overtime with four minutes and 32 seconds to go or else we would have won that game too. A classic boo-hoo, feel sorry for me, but but two out of the three were heartbreakers and we fucking won one. So it was, you got your entertainment value this week, but you didn't get your fucking money back. I will say that. (laughs) Bad
2: beats, dude. Literally, we were like one goal and about two minutes of football clock away from having a huge weekend and we yeah. just like like that's how close it was like it's not like we made shit picks i mean no, I, dude, I it was right there one of my straights i can't remember all my picks from last week but i know one of them was just fucking toast from the beginning but um but otherwise like we were like that close but it's bad beats that's what happens fucking uh so stewie's taking the week it. off now after that eh <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that's my reason for not having yeah. Not just because well, uh I fucking got distracted and now it's too late to fucking do research. <laughs> all good. I mean, we we yeah, bang well, him out all the time. I mean, it so it I could mean, look right call, now one and one then, then you the can other. call back on me in like 20 minutes nope. and I'll see what's up. It's all good. It's all good. I feel don't like that's how picks. you make losing picks. Yes. Yeah. All day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't uh, want to rush them.
1: Watch your tape and everything first, you know. But, uh, yes, I mean, before exactly. we get on to, uh, the, the new picks there, DK's got for NFL, um, sticking with fights here. I just want to mention that Tyson Fury is also fighting this weekend against Chisora. there. It's the third time they fought, I believe. And, uh, he's probably a really? huge favorite, so I'm not going to be, uh, betting on it, but I'm um, rooting for the gypsy King as usual. I think he's one of the greatest boxers. <laughs> Didn't he fight generation. like a month and, ago? Uh, yeah. More months. than a month ago now. It's yeah. I was like, going to
0: say it was like three, I think. I think it was his last summer.
1: fight was when we were starting the podcast. I think I feel like one of the first, like picks i put out there was like tyson fury to win uh
2: by knockout or something like that one of the first yeah episodes. i remember that that was a while ago but didn't he fight like a couple weeks or his brother did, did his brother his, fight or something i can't remember when no his that was followed. the
0: guy that jake paul was supposed to fight tommy fury had a fight yeah he a was supposed to fight yeah, his brother
2: tommy. oh okay so no, I just, a, is that his brother said, my fault oh yeah yeah, yeah that, they were
1: supposed to fight that was a while back too though i don't think tyson was uh he didn't fight recently i think his last fight was uh the one we,
2: so it we, must have been his brother then, because I saw T Fury like literally like two weeks ago. Tommy on, Fury you know, then it was probably
1: Tommy. Book. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm Tommy
0: saying. Fury had a fight a couple couple weeks ago. That like okay, so
2: that I thought
0: Paul was sitting ringside or some shit.
2: Right. Okay, <laughs> I saw the clips from that, and I saw like fucking yeah. him jump over the ropes, and I should have clued in that mm-hmm. that's what it was. But I did see, yeah. I did see, um, like T Fury show up on a sports book like two weeks mm-hmm. ago, and I was like, what the fuck, Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury's... I didn't
1: out of retirement again he, he retired after his last fight and then he came out of retirement for this fight he says he he can't stay away but uh, i just can't wait to see tyson fury there singing american pie out there that's all i'm looking forward to and hopefully he gets a knockout <laughs> i love watching the guy fight because he he moves like he's a butterfly but he stings like a bee but he's like a, just a, a unit the guy's <laughs> huge you got a big like beer belly on him and he's just knocking guys that are completely you know jacked out there knocking them right out cold so it's a uh, pretty incredible to see in his story too. You know, he came from being an alcoholic or something like that and going through depression and shit. He just turned his life right around. He's the heavyweight champion of the world now. So inspiring guy there. I just wanted to mention he's fighting this Saturday. Probably wanted to tune in for that. I think you could actually gamble on that too. Hey, eh? you don't fucking, they didn't shaft it like with the UFC, but Fury's probably like a minus 500 <laughs> favorite or something. So not even worth it anyway. So we'll move on to, I guess uh, we were talking about NFL there. So I kind of, changing the order of things here but why don't we just get right into dk's nfl picks since we were talking about it if you're ready dk
0: so this is something that uh i mean for the listeners out there nobody cares but your boy started a new job so he's had a fucking busy ass week and i haven't been Uh-oh. able to look over the fucking
2: uh spreads as much as i'd like to wait so a if minute you're wait t- a minute sorry i didn't you just say you're not t- t- making picks this week
0: that was on. Uh, I was. I was. Stri- I was striking for UFC. I'm just striking yeah. my UFC
2: picks. I'm just. Oh, following the law. I thought you was you. going straight from the fucking. Okay. Okay. All I'm doing joking. is
0: following the law that's gonna <laughs> save me. You know, from fucking whatever. Like, thank you, Ontario Lotto and and yeah. Alcohol Commission, whatever the fuck it is. You guys are saving me. So now I'm going on strike from fucking making pictures. I thought UFC. you. Just I thought he was
2: law. trying. I thought he was <laughs> queuing up your NFL picks right there, and I was like, he did i did now yeah after his ufc i thought he was queuing up your nfl picks you said i don't have picks and then i was like oh i'm taking (laughs) off the week i'm taking the week off too so now i just look like an idiot okay heard (laughs) um sorry for interrupting you back to it uh no get on it you're all good so
0: as we talked about i went one and two last week had a couple of fucking heartbreaking losses Boo hoo. everyone feels sorry for me either way let's spin the audio for dk's briefcase
1: Ladies and gentlemen, DK's Briefcase.
0: All right, I'm just going over these for the first time now, so tail with fucking caution. I do like the Minnesota Vikings at home versus the New York Jets at minus three. Love that pick a lot. My next pick is also in the one o'clock hour. It's going to be a loaded one o'clock slate. I do like the Philadelphia Eagles to cover the spread at minus four and a half. If you don't like the Eagles... And the Vikings, to cover the spread, parlay them together on the money line and get plus 142 odds. I love it. I think that's a great parlay. I think those are two great spread picks where it's very good teams kind of playing pretender teams right now. And I have a third pick other than the parlay. Parlay is just a suggestion. You don't have to fucking take it. I'm trying to look for a dog. I'm scrolling through here. I want a dog. I need a dog. And the dog that I'm going to lean on are my Miami Dolphins. Plus 160 on the money line against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers have a great defense, but who the hell cares? They're not going to cover Waddle. They're not going to cover Hill. They're not going to cover Gasicki. They play with too much fucking speed, and Tua is a menace right now. Give me the Dolphins at plus 160 as the last picks. Spin the horns, baby. Roll
1: them. Nice, nice. I like the Eagles
0: pick. Is that pick? a parlay? There, no I threw a parlay in there, too. Yeah, I threw, oh, I threw a... Oh, a, a Eagles-Vikings
2: parlay. I, do, I haven't thrown
0: a parlay in. I, I only do single picks. I threw the parlay in on the money line just in case someone thinks that minus four and a half is too many points for the Eagles to cover over the Titans. Just parlay the money lines. Vikings and Eagles, you're going to get the plus 146
1: odds. It's going to pay off. do them both. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Can't bet on UFC anymore. Might as well just put your money yeah. somewhere <laughs> else. Right?
2: Fuck it. This is revolutionary.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different, man. I'm not liking this no UFC thing. It's... Uh stressing me out boys stressing me out but uh, on our next topic here and I don't think we want to spend too much time on it because it's not something we're too happy about either just like we're not happy about the UFC thing but that is that Team Canada is packing their bags and they're going home after losing their uh their last two games in the World Cup there they lost today against Morocco and then their game before that uh, they did come out flying against Croatia getting that early goal which was beauty their first goal in uh World Cup history uh, you know, it, it was a good start, but then the momentum just totally swung. Like, just bad defense, and and Croatia came out. I think they scored, what, four goals straight? Final score, I think it was 4-1 or something like that. And Canada took the L. Would have been nice to see uh, them get that first World Cup win there, too. They did get the goal, but not this year. Uh, Stewie J, any thoughts on Team Canada's first World Cup appearance there since the 1980s?
2: Yeah, I'm taking a lot of... F- or, I'm taking... F- look at me. Uh, <laughs> the team's taking a lot of flack um i'm not gonna lie though i'm not like so disappointed about the result i didn't go into the tournament with hopes that they were gonna make it out of the group stage and they made they made some games exciting you know what i mean like for the first 30 minutes of that croatia game it was exciting and we had fresh off a second minute goal like it was like pretty electric you know what i mean first ever goal it was a sick moment and then the belgium game we were dominating all game it felt like we there's no way we we don't finish that game without scoring. You know what I mean? But we yep. did and we took we took three losses and I think I think Qatar's the only other team to take three losses. So we look like shit um on the score when you look at just like the the basic stats there. But when you go deep, I don't think that Canada really got um embarrassed, would you say? Like I think it was no. like a very good I think it was a very good uh the showing. only thing I think, uh, maybe
1: slightly embarrassing was uh, the the croatian uh, newspapers and all that chirping team canada's coach after that comment uh, we're gonna go fuck croatia whatever he said we're gonna go f croatia and then uh the croatian newspaper just had headlines of like all kinds of chirps after that one of the croatian players even said like thanks uh to canada's coach for inspiring us there to come out and do that so that was kind of a piss off but you know uh, you get what uh you know use fighting words you're gonna get to i know i response. know
2: I didn't even mind that comment, honestly, and we we gassed it up on this on this pod too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you were loving it. I loved it. it it. I loved it. exactly. I loved it. Off hearing the Croatian guy give it back, (laughs) but you (laughs) can't be pissed off. Well, you can be, but I'm saying like it's hard to be pissed off because like we're Canadians and we grow up like we in the hockey world where shit like that you, you get sound bites like that all the time. And soccer, it's like a gentleman's game, right? yep so when you and especially talking about other countries and other nations like it's it's not like something that people take lightly so like it makes sense but like i didn't mind the comment i thought it was like a fiery comment i don't think he meant or he obviously didn't mean any like disrespect but um it's the it's the game they play in croatia and that's uh that's a comment they don't take lightly so um that is a little bit embarrassing though but um as a whole i don't mind like the full piece of or the whole the whole piece of work at the end of the day um, no, it kind of went failure, exactly uh, means.
1: it kind of went exactly how i expected it to like a few close games competitive you know maybe get uh i thought we'd maybe like tie a game but i didn't you know i think people's expectation for t- team canada was a bit higher than it should have been going into that like people were thinking they're going to go on maybe get out of that uh the first round there and everything it's just
2: you like, thought so? I didn't think so at all. No, like, nobody really No, that's
1: what that. I was saying. I I oh, think okay, some people okay, did. Like people were disappointed. Like people had high expectations for Canada. They thought Davies and that oh, were gonna go no. in there and, and get a win and all this. But I didn't think like I didn't expect Canada to do that well to be honest. I just thought it was amazing they even qualified. <laughs> the fact they're in the World Cup, I was like that's we already made it all the way boys. Like that's about as much as like the best we've ever done it in my lifetime. So I was happy with just that. Uh, the game against Belgium, I was super impressed with. I wish they could have got uh, one win. Like even to, to to tie that game against Morocco today, like the ball was a hair away from going over the the goal line. Yeah, today. and that first it...
2: that first goal was just fucking like what, bro? Kate, okay, yeah. I'm excited for the future. Sorry to cut you off, Ty, but uh, since All we good. since we since I just mentioned it, um, are we need like there's got to be a Canadian keeper out there that can do a little bit of a better job. I don't want to fucking pick on players, but there's a couple areas where the team needs to improve. The front, obviously we had trouble finishing, but our our, our attack is pretty good, and I like the I like the game they play. And all of the players, like uh, Buchanan, uh, Jonathan David, um, they're both young guys. And next World Cup, assuming we qualify, they're going to be more experienced. I hope their finishing improves. Um, Davies even plays up there for the national squad too. And obviously, he's just gonna get better and turn into one of the better left, one of the better left backs in club football in the world. If he, if he's not already the best, right? Um, and then in the midfield, I liked the Estacchio kid. Obviously, we're gonna lose Hutchinson because he's this. Uh, what he's like thirty nine or something. So we need like one more guy in there that um, is just like a possession guy can keep the ball, move it around a little bit, a little bit better, and then. I, I don't mind our fullbacks at all. Um, obviously, the the one Alistair Johnson kid, he's young and he just got um, he just signed a deal with Celtic, right? So obviously yeah. he's he's like a he's a legit player. And it's just our I think we need one more guy in the midfield. We need better central defending for sure. Yeah, that was a big thing. We, the
1: the center backs were slacking in that game against yeah. Croatia. I thought like that was. It was For like sure. all Canada, and even in Belgium,
2: you forward. saw some lapses, and, and it didn't really. It caught. We got caught once, but we got away with some shit. A couple like yeah. um, just, just wrong decisions by the Belgian squad, but um, yeah, we need some. We needed some solid central defenders, and we need. And there's got to be some keepers out there. That yeah, he some, did well. The keeper
1: made, made some uh, big saves there against Croatia. Like, it, against it a,
2: Croatia, made big saves, yeah. but at the same time, you like I don't know four. like. <laughs> so- goalkeeping is just like in, in football is just insane to me. Like, uh like, don't I call think- it football. Don't call it football. Like, <laughs> I did last pod and I called it soccer guys. before. You see, the USA <laughs> fans are like,
1: it's called soccer. Chanting, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's, it's called. Sorry, I was just kidding. Fucking- <laughs> <laughs> against England, they were doing that. Was, I think it was yeah. against England. Yeah, it was a, that was a funny <laughs> shit. I love that. <laughs> How about yeah. Belgium going home early though? Hey, eh? like speaking of Belgium, there were no, they the were
2: ass, bro. They were ass. We dominated them, dude. I don't know That's what crazy happened. Like, they were the se- second they the tr-
1: most favorite. That's what like, I'm saying. The
2: FIFA rank or the FIFA rankings are bullshit, bro. The- Yo, you want to talk about fixed fucking everything, dude? The FIFA, <laughs> the FIFA World Cup fucking bidding is just absolutely rigged. The fucking rankings are absolutely rigged, which in turn affects the fucking uh, Vegas odds. So like- No FIFA gambling, anyways. you're
1: banned out of Ontario Gaming Commission, you're out Yeah, here. but
2: it, exactly. But Bet365, like, you know what I'm saying? They're based in, I mean, they're a bit huge in Europe. Oh, no, they're still mad about I that think, one
1: fucking early Soccer's their moneymaker, no you think? Rigged You can't fight.
2: fucking- Yeah, well, anyways, dude. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> okay, I got, <laughs> I, did my... I got two points. Oh, sorry, okay, go ahead- go just to finish no, no. my point, I I was yeah. proud of the Canadian boys and on the world stage in the biggest fucking sporting event of that exists. I think yeah. um, it wasn't a, a brutal showing, and we didn't get embarrassed, although it looks like we might have on the. We're only gonna get episode. better,
1: man. Only and get we're better, young,
2: and man. we're only get better. Exactly. So, um, yeah. round of applause to the guys.
0: Say and the and the one thing we've we like. We haven't mentioned and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm this fucking massive soccer fan and I know what's going on, but uh, we did score our first goal in the World Cup as a country ever. Um, that's got to be a, a positive, right? And I, I like the fact that we like we and fans had a higher expectation for this team going in be- because that means like we thought they were good. They looked good. They won the CONCACAF, right? They won their qualifying stage. They were the best team. They're better than the US. They're better than Mexico. They're better than all those guys in CONCACAF and won. So we did have high expectations for them. I know my argument's going to fall apart here because Stu just said the rankings are shit. But the latest rankings for FIFA, like in our stuff, like Belgium was two, Croatia was 12, Morocco was 22, Canada was 41. That was on October 6th of 2022. Those rankings came out. Those are the most recent ones. We were 40 or 39 spots worse than croatia right or sorry 19 we were 19 spots worse than croatia and we were fucking 39 belgium yeah 39 spots worse than belgium and we we played them like like ty said it was competitive whatever the only other uh thought that i have is that uh from reading and watching guys that actually know what they're talking about, they did say their defense is all MLS guys, and it's just going to take that Alfonso Davies on the defense to come up, and it's going to change their whole like system, right? Apparently, something like this is big in soccer. Soccer's not the biggest in Canada, but you see them on the World Cup. All of a sudden, guys want to like play for the World Cup and the national team. It's not something that we've ever really had. I exactly. we think we've had it twice in the last 36 years, yep. so soccer's only going to
2: grow, and like Stu says, mm-hmm. hopefully we find a defender, and hopefully we find a goalie. You're already yep. seeing it with basketball, like basketball, yep. since the Raptors have been good since like the maybe 2016 or so, it's been crazy. Like basketball is like the biggest thing in the GTA now. And you're seeing so many more Canadians like make it, make it big. So, um, yeah, yeah future's all it bikes is it's awesome. All, all it, yeah, exactly. All it takes is like some inspiration for the, for the kids. And yep. Yep. yeah, I think, I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll be back. For years to come and we'll be more competitive um which is scary thought for other teams because i thought we were fairly competitive for a 41 yeah. ranked nation this year
1: yeah well like growing up i never watched team canada in a world cup but kids these days you know just growing up now they're watching these guys and they're looking up to them as role models and they're going to want to be on that stage one day too so it's just gonna like you said it's gonna make the sport grow in canada and it's just gonna get better and better but uh, we'll move on to NHL now. And I know this is something you guys are stoked to talk about. Mitch Marner scored into an empty net there to tie the franchise record by registering a point in 18 straight games as the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, beat the San Jose Sharks 3-1 to there last night. Um, and they, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, he breaks another record if he gets one more point as well. Is that correct? Like, he'll be on a 19 He's the lead. He,
2: he tied Sittler and Olchek for the leaf. Leaf all time record. So they're, uh, yeah, they're tied, and one more
1: he passes them, right?
2: Yeah,
0: it's a hell of a streak. It's it's a a great thing for him. Um, it's kind of tampered because we got to watch Matthews go, you know, sixty plus goals last year and fifty one, and or whatever he had fifty two goals and fifty one games. Like those streaks are a little bit more impressive. Um, but Marner is dominating the the play right now. You know what? He's he's one of those guys that yeah. When he looks bad, he looks fucking bad. But when he looks good, he looks like this, where he could run the league and he's he's unbelievable. They've kind of broke up him and Matthews sometimes. I'm not saying permanently. Like, some, like Marner's playing with Tavares right now. Tavares is playing good. Marner can drive the line. Matthews could drive the line. Um, the Leafs are playing as a whole a lot better, and the big boys are shining um before you go Stu I just want to kind of address this we posted a clip that's fucking all of a sudden just booming (laughs) on Instagram the last week where I'm saying Toronto was the 13th or 14th best team in the league and a lot of guys are commenting and you guys know me I don't give a fuck about comments whatsoever like you could tell me whatever you want to tell me it's not going to bother me the one guy that I thought this guy is a fucking loser he commented today I won't drop his at but I hope you're fucking listening you're like oh he didn't. Put, this guy didn't even play in the. You couldn't even make the OHL, so you can't have an opinion. This guy's bar of who he will listen to. If you made the <laughs> OHL, you're allowed to have an opinion on the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> that is absurd. That guy needs fucking help. I I almost wanted to reach out and just say, I hope you're okay, man. All of his pictures are him doing. You could you could do look, one of those rock on boys with fucking big fish. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's a fucking loser. Stay off of Instagram and stay out of the comment section because you fucking suck as a human, unlike the Leafs. And guess what? I'm doubling down, actually. I still think that they're the 12th, 13th, 14th best team in the league. I don't like the way they play. I do think that they're playing great and winning games. That's awesome. We had 115 points last year. We played great all last year, and guess what he got? His first-round exit. I don't know what to say. I'm sticking with that comment. Go ahead, Stu. What do you think?
2: That's so funny that you just said that because I was gonna bring up this fucking post we made because it's still buzzing today. I literally right after you're done talking, I was gonna mention this, so that's awesome. Uh, I saw that guy's comment and I wanted to fucking re- reply back, but I thought it would look like we we're fucking butthurt. But I was gonna say something to the to the effect of like, buddy, you didn't play in the OHL either, so your take doesn't matter. So we're we're at a stalemate here. We're right back where we started, aren't we? But um. <laughs> yeah that was that was like the weirdest thing i've i've heard some brutal takes on hockey and everything from some ohl guys so i don't know what that means at all i don't know if that like when that became the fucking prerequisite to having any sort of hockey knowledge or or having the honor to fucking make a take on hockey but anyways yeah that was weird but it's 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 funny to see and i guess we got to walk back um we got to walk back I mean, DK, you kind of just doubled down, like you said, but... No, I'm not walking uh, it back. I'm not walking it back. No, but I just got to say, like, it's funny to see, since that clip has lasted so long in the in the algorithm there, that when we first posted on TikTok and Instagram, we were getting a lot of people saying, like, yeah, I totally agree, yeah, to, and they're going on rants. As soon as the Leafs start winning... Now the Leafs are on a fucking on a heater, and it's all fucking. It's all guys hopping in here now, saying like criticizing me you know, like yo, this guy uh, knows people what's are dumb, eh? They, they don't look at when it
1: was posted. They just fucking see this clip well, and they're like, yeah, and exactly. It's right and the original and go, point
2: I was the original point I was making in 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 the post still stands. Like I don't think the Leafs are tough enough, and I think as the season goes on, it gets exposed yeah. more and it becomes more apparent. But yeah, right now obviously we're on a heater, but uh, I think like the point still stands i think um i agree with dk i don't like i think until we prove we're not a first round fucking exit i think we're the fucking first round exit it doesn't matter how many points you re- realistically it doesn't matter at all how many points you put up in the regular season if you're a first round exit that makes you the fucking 12th or 13th best team in the league like you said so, yeah uh i don't you need know. a guy like I,
1: marner to show up in the playoffs that's the difference maker right they, there dude, like that's the thing great though great all no. year and then Fucking playoffs game seven, he's throwing the thing over the glass and getting delayed game penalties and shit. Like, <laughs> no, dude, what the no, fuck no, no, no. is that? <laughs>
0: this is the thing. This is where, like, I would say, me, Stu, and I'll shout him out, my guy, Blake Horler. Um, we're like some of the few, like, realistic, like, Leafs fans. Yeah, we're optimistic. As soon as we make the playoffs, of course we want to win the fucking Stanley Cup, just like you would tie with the Senators. If they made the playoffs, you'd be like, yeah, I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. But Stu and I can call out bullshit on a team when we see it we have watched enough Leafs hockey in our careers to see bad teams and teams that just won't win in the playoffs because guess what we've seen a lot of teams that fucking get disappointed in the playoffs it's the guys commenting that are like oh this is such a dumb take and you better take this back because they're on a heater those are the delusional Leafs fans that cause like everyone to think that we're just all dumb we're all dumb
1: (laughs) it's that's what I think happens to Leafs every year man it's just all the the jinxes that happen all year long people need to come down to earth a little bit maybe they'll get past the first round but it's all these people talking shit like when ottawa starts to have
0: fucking a winning season and doesn't go their last four seasons combined like fucking owen or seven wins 42 losses in the month of november i will listen to your take on the leafs Ty. all
1: right i'll start listening to your takes when the leafs win the playoff series then how about that all right moving on that's fair that's (laughs) awesome wait 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 don't move on don't move on
2: I just got to say that uh, the last few pods, I've been pretty critical of Austin Matthews and I want to walk that back because he's the only, he's like one of the only guys in the league where uh, he gets criticism when he's still putting up a point per game. But I still think um, that he's got another level to him um, above what he's putting up right now, but he is having a great season he looks great out there. So uh, I'll be less critical of Matthews and yeah, I that, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And so, it's just funny, though. It's just funny that uh, Leafs fans just go with the trend, man. It's, I guess it might be fucking every team, but, like, you see, when the Leafs are doing bad, it's all hate. And when the Leafs are doing good, um, it's all love. So We're going to win the um, cup.
0: We're playing in the parade right away. Yeah, we're doing so good, that's right? what I'm
2: saying. You just got – our opinions don't often change very much. I feel like we know yeah. that at the end of the year, they're going to be around a 100-point team. 100 to 110 or 95 to 110 and then they're going to make the playoffs and then it it that's when it actually matters that's when I, i'll change my fucking opinion if we prove something there but yeah the i'm with day, ty like a, yeah ev- gonna eventually we're, we're going to go on a losing skit again and that post going to blow up again and we're going and there's going to be everybody agreeing with us it's just no it's it, you don't set
0: an nh or a, a sports all sports record of losing X amount of times in game seven, five years in a row. Like that's the first time that's happened in all of sports. And it's the Leafs uh, for me until you went around, just like Ty said, nobody's take around a Leafs fan fucking matters in terms of, hockey <laughs> because we just, we don't, we don't, we haven't proven anything. Like I get it. We're, we're a great regular season team. That's great. I, I heard this on overdrive before the season started, where it was like, if we could just, you know, click simulate on our NHL franchise to playoff mode with this team, like we would. Because we know we're going to make it. We have a good enough team to make the playoffs. Exactly. It's just a matter of does it work in the playoffs. And I still, that's why I'm not walking back my comment. I still don't think we do. I think that defense core gets walked all over. I think our forward core, like, and I don't know, dude, Like, I think Marner and Matthew. Yeah, dude, I just like think we that need that other element. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think we need that, that other clip. element to win a playoff series.
2: Round of applause lately, though. I'll give a round of applause. The defense has yeah, been either. stepped up lately. But yeah, it's just, we uh, just know what, what's gonna happen eventually if you can make a fucking like uh like like a line graph if this post like if our clip stays in the algorithm for the for the duration of the season you yeah. made a line graph that what that like showed uh what percentage of the comments are positive at any given time and what percentage are negative and the, the x-axis is just the time from yeah. the start from when the yep, clip was posted to the end of the season you would see a very an exact fucking representation of how the leafs were performing at that at any given time that would be a leaf season performance graph to a t yeah. it perfect based on just go. positive and negative comments
1: <laughs> all right you guys ready to move on here i don't want to be cutting anyone off again
2: no you're all good all
1: good baby all right let's get into uh some i think dk you had some uh similar to like a game we did on the show before similar to good contract bad contract but a bit different you want to explain what we're doing here today
0: so I haven't come up with a name with this segment I'm hoping it just pops into my my mind like halfway through the segment what I'm going to do is I'm looking at the the stats and you know whatever else has come across my my timeline my feed and I'm thinking there's certain players out there in this world that Maybe you're overperforming, playing out of their mind. And then I think there's other players out there who are, you know, possibly underperforming. And I just want to know the players that are performing great, is this what we should expect from them for the rest of their careers? And the players that are, you know, maybe dropped off or just not playing well or whatever, is this what we should expect from them? Right? Like, I just want you guys, when I throw it to you guys, I want you guys to tell me is this person playing out of their mind? Is this what we should expect from them? Or just, give me your take on why you think that that what's going on is going on if that makes any type of sense so let's start with my first player who is from the Washington Capitals Evgeny Kuznetsov this guy has played 23 games has 3 goals 13 assists 17 points and on the you know on the surface you're like oh that's fine like he's he's you know doing what he should do but this guy's been a point per game player quite a few times in his career. He had 83 points in 79 games. He had 72 and 76, 78 and 79, 52 and 63. He is on a downward spiral right now without Nicholas Backstrom in that lineup. And he's got less points than Dylan Strom right now, who is also on the Washington Capitals. What do you guys think? I'm going to start with you, Ty. What do you think of a performance like this from Evgeny Kuznetsov to start the season? Should we expect this from him, or is this just a slump?
1: I don't think it's like, I mean, it doesn't sound that bad. Like, he's almost, what was the points again? Almost a point per game, right? Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say.
1: But I think, uh, you know, he's right where he's supposed to be kind of thing. I don't think he's underperforming too bad, in my opinion.
2: What do you think, Stu?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is that a bad I take?
2: I agree. I think this is, I, I don't think, I don't think the Kuznetsov performance at this point is quite, a, quite as much of an anomaly as you think it is. I mean, you think he's, he's like, he's slumping like he's, he's only six points off point per game and we're 23 games in the season.
0: Okay. So if you're, if you're telling me, uh, you talked to whatever Washington's head office before the season. And you said, you know, by the end of the season, if Dylan Strom has more points than Evgeny Kuznetsov, you're going to be okay with that 25 games into the season, Dylan Strom's outperforming Evgeny Kuznetsov. Like you okay with, with that for Evgeny? Like you think, you think they'd say, yeah, that's fine.
1: Maybe Strom's just overperforming. think yeah, Kuznetsov's yeah, yeah. Playing where he's at. Where he's supposed to be. Exactly. That's what do you I'm really you, think got, Kuznetsov... you got Stromer on the list there? With Stromer on the list?
2: <laughs> I don't know their lineups, but do you really think Kuznetsov is gonna finish the season uh with less points than Dylan Strom? Like what does Dylan Strom have right now?
0: I think Dylan I think uh Kuznetsov has 17. I think Strom's over 20 right now. And I just and Strom has a, what, $1.5, million, $2 million cap hit. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov has a $7.8 million cap yeah. hit.
1: That's when it season. looks bad. So, That's where it starts to look well, bad when you look at the
0: contract. He was supposed to have an uptick in production because Nicholas Backstrom was gone. Kuznetsov was supposed to hop into that number one center role and take over everything that Nicholas Backstrom had done with with Ovechkin, whatever. And I'm pretty sure right wow. now Kuznetsov is still playing on the second line and he's performing worse than he has in his last, you know, five, six seasons. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's a downward spiral for him. I think he could get out of it. But I think if you were to ask Washington Capitals management, coaching, blah, 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 they would tell you that he's underperforming right now.
2: Yeah, I I would say that he, he probably is underperforming just for the fact that they placed him on that second line. But I, if i don't see that lasting i don't think dylan Strom like finishes the season centering ovechkin maybe i'm wrong i think he's picking up kind of like those cookie points those pigeon points whatever the hell you like to call them dk but uh yep. but yeah like kuznetsov is not even on the first power play right now i think eventually you're gonna see dylan Strohm maybe have a little bit of slump and then kuznetsov's job right away like it's not like Dylan Strom has like a ton of leash on that first PP and first line
0: dude. But like they've already pulled Kuznetsov off of that line. Right. Because of like Dylan Strom, like how Kuznetsov has been there for his whole career He's 30 years old. Like how much leash would they give Strom? They've already pulled the guy who's been there for his career, who was supposed to step in and take over for Nick Backstrom. They already pulled him off. I, I don't know. I, I see it as Kuznetsov is underperforming and it's, Maybe we'll we'll just call this radar. Is your radar going off for Kuznetsov's production, what it is, or is it not going off? That's what we're going to call it. This
1: is This is fucking not DK's
0: yet. radar. My radar is going <laughs> off for Evgeny Kuznetsov right now.
1: Not yet, but it's a little concern. Like, a little concern, but yeah, it's not going fine. off. You're that's, aware of it, fine. but but yeah. 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 Okay, Keeping I'll an eye on, on that.
0: Mo- moving on to the next player. We got uh, Patty Kane. 22 games played, three goals, 14 apples, 17 points. My thing that I'd be worried about with Patty Kane is they traded away all of the talent, every single talent piece that they had. They traded it away, and now Patty Kane is stuck there until he gets traded. This would be his worst production in the last, you know, since 2017, 2018. Like, 18, 19, 110 points in 81 games, 84 and 70, 66 and 56, 92 and 78 last year. And now he's got tw- uh, three goals, 14 apples, 17 points in 22 games. You think Patty Kane is kind of mailing it in until he gets traded that he's going to have a blowout? Like, does th- th- my radar is going off for that. I think Patty Kane is mailing it in and just being like, fuck this. I have no talent to play
2: with. I ain't Yeah, I hard. just think the team's fucking shit. So. I and, and this is another reason why I just don't like what at all anything that Chicago did, and in the last year because, Patty Kane now it looks bad on them because Patty Kane should have been the first guy gone from that team, and, and, and now he's got nobody yep. to play with. Now you're gonna have trouble fucking finding good value for him at the trade deadline, because nobody's gonna want to give up a but like Patty Kane's value at the trade deadline, it, like depends like only on his production you know what i'm saying and like a little bit on his reputation Mm -hmm. there's no like future value you know what i'm saying he's on he's on the backside of his career there's no yeah exactly there's no upside there's no like potential that's involved in his trade value it's entirely his production if people and if he's underperforming people aren't going to be so willing to give up um like an extra first round pick or an extra prospect for him you know what i mean? So. Chicago kind of shot themselves in the foot with this one. I don't know what they were what they were holding out for, but um and it just seems like so obvious that like they did it wrong. Like it just I just can't believe like the moves that, that were made. You know what I mean? And now it's like it just proves our point even more. But um I don't think Patty Kane is like a I just think he's on pretty well the worst team in the league. I don't think I think he's still a fine player. But I if I'm if I'm an another GM looking to trade for patty Kane, i'm definitely bringing up the point like yo man like this guy's underperforming to try and like uh save some save some fucking giraffe capital or or yeah exactly so yeah
1: yeah on paper clearly uh clearly underperforming but i think just when you look at the team he's around and that like i wouldn't actually say he's underperforming i think he's just on a, a team that underperforms and uh as soon as he get does get traded uh, he's going to start popping off again. I think you know maybe not putting up the kind of points he did in his prime, but he's going to go on a little heater there, and uh, he'll he'll be back and he'll be you know hopefully competing for a Stanley Cup. I think that's what he wants to do because he's probably getting near the end of his career kind of thing, and he's going to get a lot of motivation as soon as he does get traded because I imagine he's pretty miserable playing with that that bunch he's with right now. So I'm not going to say he's underperforming on on paper. He definitely is, but uh, I th- I blame the team. That's that's what I'm going to go with.
0: Couldn't agree more with you, boys. I blame the team as well. He should have been the first piece gone. He brought, he helped bring him two cups. He's a legend there in Chicago. Why the fuck would you trade all of the talent around him and say go out there and play for us and play hard, yeah, whatever? I my terrible. prediction, early prediction is say there's twenty three games left in the season and Patty Kane gets traded to. I'll just throw a couple names names out there: Calgary, Vegas, fucking edmonton florida he gets traded to one of these teams with because they have cap space because of an injury i bet you if it's 23 games he has 35 points and goes off so my third guy here i'll let you start with this one ty zach hyman and this is a classic dylan kelly pigeon point pick is zach hyman he's got 23 games played nine goals 14 assists for 23 points He's got seven power play points already this season, so he's a point-per-game player, and in his career, he's had 54 points in 76, 33 and 43, 37 and 51, 41 and 71. You get the picture. My radar is flying off the handle of being like, Zach Hyman's going to get another big contract because he's going to be a point-per-game guy all season long because he can pigeon off of Dreisaitl and McDavid, especially <laughs> on the power play. Is your radar going off to or what?
1: um he's definitely uh, like overperforming than what i ever expected when he signed that contract in edmonton there like i thought he was getting paid way too much when he first went there and everything but now seeing what he's doing he, he's obviously getting paid what he's worth like point per game but i think a lot of that is like pigeoning off uh, mcdavid and dry and all that so i think if you moved him to any other yeah. team or something he's not going to be playing up to that value that, that he's looking like right now so um I'll say yeah, overperforming. He's having a great year, but I don't think it lasts. I think uh, he comes back to earth at some point. Unless he continues to play with them for the rest of his career, then maybe he keeps putting up the points. But if there's any sort of you know line change or a trade, or he goes somewhere else. I think he totally declines and uh, and falls off, comes back to earth. But I don't know. What do you think? Stan? Yeah,
2: um, I agree with mostly what like most most of what you said. Um, I do think a lot of his points are pigeon points but the thing with Zach Hyman and what makes him unique is that his role is to be a good pigeon you know what i mean so he gets he's worth more to the teams that are good that could slot him on a line like with McDavid drysidal or when he's on the Leafs with Matthews and Marner he's a guy that is like a perfect compliment piece to a line like that. So he's worth more to a team that has yep. uh, players of that level um, because he does other things too. And, sure. and at the very least, uh, like scoring is almost like a, a bonus. Like you're just hoping like he goes and like gets extra possession for your stars, right? That's kind of his job almost. But scoring is st- scoring comes as a bonus and, and he's good at that. Um, when he's playing with fucking like, elite players so yeah his his role is to be a pigeon so um i think this is almost i, I don't know about like radars going off i think this is kind of what I expected um it's kind of what I expect from anybody playing with connor mcdavid so
1: dK's fantasy team loves it too i know yeah. that
0: i don't i definitely don't hate it Uh, whatsoever but (laughs) I will just point out quickly and I got two more so we'll decide right after I point this out if we want one or two more he had 54 points in 76 games last year playing with McDavid and Dreisaitl so I do think he's outperforming what like he if he was a point per game guy and played 75 games had 75 points this year so 20 more than last year I'd be fucking shocked I'd be shocked. That means McDavid or Dry has like 140 something points, and he was able to pigeon like 70 off of it and get 10 or 12 by himself. Um, okay, moving on. What do you guys want? You guys want one more or two more? I got two. We could quick fire them, uh, or I got one.
1: Let's do two really quick, though. Let's just. Uh, okay,
0: for, first one Eric Carlson, 26 games played, 11 goals, 21 assists, 32 points. Is this guy all the way back, or is your radar going off saying he's just having a really good stretch of hockey? All the way back, baby.
1: Yeah, all the way back when he's healthy, he's going to keep putting up these kind of points. If he's hurt, he's going to be underperforming.
0: I, I couldn't agree more, and I think the the fact that he was hidden behind Brent Burns in San Jose really hurt him and hurt his production, and as soon as Brent Burns, Burns goes, and this is his first year without him playing in San Jose, he goes off. I think Eric Carlson yeah. is all the way back. My last yeah. guy, and I do want a little bit of deliberation on this because I it kind of came out of nowhere in the last two years, is Jason Robertson. He's got 23 games played, 19 goals, 17 assists, and 36 points. Is this a guy that's going to be maybe a top-five player in the league, top-ten player in the league for the next, you know, 5, 10 years because he's a young guy, or is your radar going off on this as he's just having a fucking Hail Mary stretch of hockey?
2: I'm so glad you said this because I was about to roast you if you didn't mention Jason Robertson <laughs> because he is having – it's crazy to see he's having a breakout year because dudes thought he had a breakout year two seasons ago. But he is a menace, man, and I love Jason Robertson. And I think this is kind of like what we can expect as long as he has talent around him in Dallas. Um, I think – who does he play with on a line? Is it Rupe? I believe it's Rupe and possibly
0: Ben. Let me look that up. Keep talking to you. I'll look yeah, they, it up.
1: They just signed. Rupe might be too, so he's too. not, he's not going yeah. anywhere. If he's playing with Rupa, he's, he's not going anywhere. That guy signed for like eight years or something, I believe.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I love Jason Robertson, a former Niagara ice dog. Um, beauty. And I think this is kind of what we can expect from the kid from the future. Um, yeah. He's going to be at least a point per game kid um, for yeah. most of his career. Yeah, I Love agree.
1: Him. I don't think he's uh like it's not him overperforming this year or something like that. Like this is what you're gonna see from him all the time. I think as long as like uh, Stu said, as long as he's got some decent talent around him, doesn't even have to be like the best of the best guys. You got to have some good guys you can play with, and he's gonna keep racking up points. Like the guy's a stud. Also, is he related to the Leafs, Robertson? There, like I feel like, yep. I yeah, they're or, yeah, yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, brothers.
2: Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Everybody, Everybody thought sure. Nick was gonna be the better brother because he had a. <laughs> his dominating ohl like season um year after he's not very big here, though think... his
1: brother's quite a bit smaller isn't he like the one on the leaves yep. like he seems like kind of a little, little speedy guy yeah they too. have different styles a little fun. bit
2: like nick's yeah. like short and in and, and shifty with a shot and in uh robertson plays or, or robertson they're both fucking robertson jason plays <laughs> like uh, a little bit like Uh, fast paced rush game I feel like
0: my only thing with with the the stars I've watched a few stars games I love betting on them and I think they're a fucking really good team dude and this Jason Robertson the thing uh, Ty and I were talking about before about Stutzel versus Barzell and what I said about Marner is this Robertson he does play with Rupe Hines and Joe Pavelski he drives that line he is the best player on the team he's the best player on the line Everything goes through him. He makes all the production for the other two. Rupe Heinz wouldn't be a player if it wasn't for Jason Robertson, and Joe Pavelski's a great, like, you know, he's just a great complementary player for Jason Robertson. I completely agree with both of you guys. I think Jason Robertson's going to be a top five, 10 point guy, goal guy, player in this league for a long time.
2: Yeah, he's yep. a stud. One guy I was going to say that uh, I think you missed would be Jonathan Huberto, underperforming big time. What's I have the, them on my list.
0: I, I got uh, I got eight guys on my list total. I just went through five. I didn't know how much time we were going to have. Huberto <laughs> was one of the guys on my list. Um, we'll leave it at that. We'll do the segment again. We'll do the segment yeah, again, no. maybe in a week or two. I'll keep I'll yeah. keep my eyes on a few guys. We'll call it D- DK's Radar, and you guys get yeah. to decide whether my radar should be blaring or not. You got to get a little <laughs> sound
1: effect for that, eh, too. <laughs> but uh, we still have one more thing to talk about here today, and that was the little grudge match between uh, some of the Bucks on NUX boys here. DK faced off against Stewie J, uh, the guy who claims he's winning it all this year. Hey eh? Stu? what's going on there? What happened to still that? Confident. Year? I
2: don't know why you're fucking laughing at me <laughs> and chirping, buddy. We're fucking twenty three games in the season, dude. I'm fucking still winning this shit. I <laughs> DK thoughts.
0: Yeah, you still got a lot of ground to cover. Um, if anybody's wondering what the score was between me and Stewie J, I beat him nine to three. Um, so it wasn't even fucking. It wasn't even close unless you look at the scoreboard and realize that it was very close until Sunday. But <laughs> you know what? If I'm going to say I won 9-3, I'm going to say that it's not very close. <laughs> um, I will say Ty has made a a surge in this league and is coming up on fucking be it a legitimate threat. He's over 500. He's 51 and 47 and seven, but the best record in the league still goes to your boy, which is 74, 20 and 11, which I've never been in a categories league. So this is why I say it. That's the best fucking record I've ever seen in a categories league by far, baby. Yeah. 74, 20 and 11. Um, Stu, what are your thoughts on our, on our, uh, we'll just say, we'll put the quotes around air quotes, close nine
2: to three matchup. You, you guys just love to fucking get this. You needed to get this in here, right? Like you obviously cared a lot more about this matchup than I did because I didn't even know I fucking lost 9-3 to until the fucking next day when you're like, bro, that... <laughs> I got so lucky on a Sunday. So we just, just, you have to, actually you already did, but I just want to remind the listeners that this was a fucking, this was a tight one. It was going to be like a 7-6 fucking week. Tight 9-3 to until, three game, let's go. Until DK got fucking lucky with like, I don't even know what the hell happened on Sunday, but it was just a fucking lucky couple games for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You admitted Almost it. Told- you sent the fucking thing, bro. You were like, boys, I just got so lucky. I don't know what it was exactly, but it was something along the lines of that.
0: No, it was a big Sunday game. It was a big Sunday game that made it I was gonna win regardless. Like you say, I would have won yeah, seven yeah. six, but it was a big Sunday that I was gonna win nine three. Um I only talk shit about fantasy hockey because I can't talk shit about fantasy football. Like I suck yeah. so bad. Um it's not even Same. funny. I had a heartbreaker this week, lost by point three points to Zeus's Vikings, uh, so that fucking hurt. Um that's a gun for, you. for sure. Yep, yeah, mathematically yeah. eliminated me from the playoffs. The only reason why I go at uh the Stewie Jay's fucking hockey team is because he said he's gonna win it and it's gonna be a tough fucking <laughs> crawl from the bottom to get the dub at this point um you know what just because for the sake of the pod and because i love it i'm cheering against you big
2: time i'm cheering against you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're against me in the fucking finals buddy
0: i hope so i hope <laughs> that
2: would be about, awesome uh, for the
0: pod
1: <laughs> don't forget about sanderson snipers there i changed my team name i picked up sanderson because uh strong dropped him there that's another big drop from Strombombs this year. First it was Markstrom, now Jake Sandy.
0: I, I, to- I said that's, that's his last year in this league. I, I called it when he, when I, I came out. I don't know the guy. He's probably a great guy. Probably a really nice guy. I hope you're listening and I don't throwing. have any hard feelings. But you're fucking <laughs> you're gone from this league for dropping uh, fucking Jacob Markstrom to free age. I don't care if you win it. You could beat me in the finals. I'm still kicking exactly. you out the next year. I'll give you your stuff and you're fucking gone.
1: He's doing well too. I think he's in like fourth or fifth place. Like, I was surprised after he did that. But, anyways, we, we've spent a lot of time today chatting about things. So, I think uh, we'll get our final thoughts in here, boys. Unless you uh, don't have any, then we'll just get out of here. What do you guys think? Any final thoughts today?
2: Listener questions. I'm gonna, yeah, I, yeah, I, we, I meant to make that we... a clip, but fucking. Uh, I'm going to clip the listener questions from last week. And then uh, just so everybody knows that we're taking listener uh, questions, but we don't have any this week. But, okay, uh, so if you're listening, just a reminder that you send can send us in. some
1: yeah, questions or topics you want to hear us discuss. Uh, DM those to us. Make a, If you uh, record a voice message too, that'd be even better because then we could play that on the pod. And uh, we'll give you our reaction to that. Yep. But with that said, that's a wrap for episode 30 of Bucks on Nux. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And also check us out on the BetStamp app. You can see Ed Taylor gambling picks on there, and the app will tell you what sportsbook has the best odds to place those bets. Sign up for free using code NUX. And if you like the pod, drop a five-star review down for it, and check out the other podcasts on showbile.com. And finally, if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.